did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know the blue people with the tails? Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from eh to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is David Fiztel, a podcast about sparkling water, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is off-season episode 12, and I can't wait to share my review with you of Key Lime Naturally Essenced Liquid. And you've... This is not the first time I've done. I mean, the, the name of the podcast is David Fizz Tale, where we spin tales about sparkling water. We love the fizz here at David Fizz Tale. We also mix in some basketball news, specifically this week, about the West Virginia University Mountaineers men's basketball team. But first things first, let's get to the review of the Liquid which is French for the water, I think. That makes sense. I didn't look it up. And you know we start with appearance when we do reviews of sparkling water. So this can is a beautiful can. It's a beautiful can. It's got the key lime color that you would expect, both on the outside and the inside of the lime. They also have some other colors, some white. Uh, the script of Liquid is in blue, yellow, orange, there's words at the bottom, zero calories, zero sweetener, zero sodium, equals innocent. I love math, so that's fantastic. Uh, the nutrition facts, it's zeros across the board. The ingredients in Leclerc, key lime, naturally essence, sparkling water, only carbonated water and naturally essenced, which is not an ingredient. And I don't want to know what that means, but based on appearance, the fonts, the colors, you know, I could take points away because the top and the bottom of the can are just plain old silver aluminum, but that's probably how cans work. Five stars. This is a five-star can. Right after I did the podcast last week, Courtney Ramey, is he getting on the roller coaster? Is he not? He must have waited for the episode to drop to determine that Courtney Ramey is going to Arizona. He's going to join the Wildcats. He left the WVU roller coaster line, went to the, the far west end of the park to get on the Arizona ro roller coaster. I don't know how fun that ride's going to be. It was a great ride last time. Great ride last time. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure I speak for most people where I wish Courtney Ramey the best in his future endeavors. So let's crack open this can of liquid and let's let's get the nose of this sparkling water. I love the appearance of the can. Let me get the. So when you open the can, you see the bubbles kind of forming on the tab that's been popped let me get a whiff of this 
So subtle notes, right? Obviously, you're getting that smell of carbonation that you love with sparkling water. A faint smell of lime and liquid does have a just a straight up lime flavor. The key lime is a little more subtle uh, smell of lime in comparison to the regular lime liquid. Um, not off-putting, not a lot there on the nose, so I'm going to give this nose two stars. Speaking of the WVU roller coaster, Emmett Matthews on campus. So there, I don't think there was any doubt on that. The guys on the WVU roller coaster saved that front seat for Emmett Matthews. He's now at the front of the roller coaster. 13 seats on the ride. 13 seats filled, the roller coaster, you know, you got to check the shoulder straps and everything, buttons have to be pressed, you know how roller coasters work, but all thumbs up, we're ready to go in November, so far away. All right, carbonation, very important part of a sparkling water review is the carbonation level. You can't have too much. You can have not enough. Trying to find the right balance. Let's see what we've got. I'm not going to taste it, but I'm just going to, you know, a good way to kind of see, I told you about the bubbles that formulate on the, on the tab. Also, you just give it a little shake. You know, also, and I don't have a cup in front of me, you get a good sense of the carbonation by giving it a nice pour. What I typically do I will pour out roughly four to six ounces of a 12-ounce can of sparkling water into a glass and really just, just watch the bubbles, see what kind of bubble uh, output it has. But you can also, if you don't have a cup available, just do some twists and turns. And also, you know, just use your ears. Put your ear, ooh, that's a good sound. You know, you want it to sound... A little more active than a fresh pour of milk on Rice Krispies. I mean, to me, that's the sweet spot. And just add a little, just a, just a few more decibels of that. This has got good, this has really got good carbonation. Liquid, known for their carbonation. It's solid. I got to give that, just based on the sound, I've got to give that five stars for carbonation. So when you talk about the roller coaster, being full, there's one guy still in queue, Josiah Harris. He's first in line, but the, all the seats are taken. So, oh, and I've got the wrong Josiah. Josiah Harris in, Josiah Davis. Josiah Harris is in the ride. I get my Josiahs mixed up. Josiah Davis standing on the other side of the chain and Josiah maybe he still thinks he's riding I mean it, it looking at the roller coaster there's not a spot it's not safe to be on somebody's lap during the ride because like the shoulder strap won't go all the way down the shoulder harness so um with Emmett Matthews on campus Josiah Davis not riding so still undetermined on 
where else he's going in the amusement park, if he's got to go to a Division II amusement park, if he's going to go to, like, the water park, which is, like, you know, you have to have a different wristband for that, but you're technically still in the park, which would be, like, a, a prep school. So we've got to find out more about uh, Josiah Davis, the other Josiah. All right, let's get into taste. I've been talking about it long enough. Let's give this a taste and and – um, you know, just don't overdo it with your first taste if you haven't tasted sparkling water before, but definitely don't, it's not a sip. This is not, there's no alcohol in this. We're not, uh, you want to give it a good taste. You don't want to drink, you know, a nice, a nice one ounce drink in a 12 ounce can, and you'll know how much one ounces is, uh, when you take it. It's just something, you know, by feel and you, and you practice over time. So here we go. One ounce drink of the key lime liquid. Obviously, your pinky stays up when you're tasting liquid or any sparkling water. Oh, it's faint. You know, it's just, it's not giving me a ton of flavor. You would expect with key lime, a, a, a big punch. You know, you've had a key lime pie. You've had a key lime scone. You've had key, did I say key lime pie? You've had key lime. You've had the key lime juice and that in that kind of mustard yellow, the faint mustard yellow container. Uh, you know the keys are in Florida, is my understanding. It's just not popping. The flavor's not popping. This just is. I would expect this to wow me with flavor. And, and I'm not getting that. I'm not wowed here. No belches, and I, I'm not, I don't want to be rude. Um, but you know, for me, a good sign of a sparkling water is 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 how fast you burp. You know, and I, it hasn't happened yet. So taste, I really was expecting more. Two stars, I got to say, for Key Lime Liquid. So scheduling news for WVU. This came out since last week. WVU in the, now, they flipped it around. It used to be the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Now it's the SEC Big 12 Challenge. I disagree with that. Big 12 has earned their spot at the first name. They should not switch that because the SEC, you know, they care more or whatever. Anyways, WVU hosting this year. So they went to Arkansas and got smacked around. Uh, not actually, but it, it, was, it was a blowout game. They're going to host Auburn in January. So... No Vanderbilt. (laughs) 
Does, does Vanderbilt ever get to play in the Big 12 SEC Challenge? I've got to look that up. I feel like it's like Vanderbilt's like, hey, can we be involved in the Big 12 SEC Challenge? Or, the, you know, they tell them the SEC Big 12 Challenge. And they're like, yeah, Vanderbilt, and you're great, and you're in the conference. And But listen, there's only 10 Big 12 teams. Uh, we have we have this rotation that we're working on. Yes, Kentucky plays in it every time. <laughs> yes, Florida plays in it every time. But you know, you're going to get your chance, right? I mean, just trust us, Vanderbilt. You're going to get to play in this challenge. And if you don't, no biggie, right? Like that's a really tough conference. And do you want to, you know, do you want to take another L? Vanderbilt. So anyways, Bruce Pearl with his shirt on, I'm assuming, coming to Morgantown in January. And I got to say, on the record, have no idea what to make of this roster with so many new faces. But when you look at the schedule, and we pretty much have the out-of-conference schedule set, we'll find out closer to the season the 18 games in the Big 12 schedule, but it's brutal. <laughs> uh, the forecast is brutal. So you host Auburn. Auburn's going to be a tough game. You have the Phil Knight Classic, where you've got teams like Duke and Michigan State. Like you've got heavy hitters there. Uh, West Virginia is one of eight teams in that. So three tough games all the way on the other side of the country. You've got, you're going to Xavier. You get Jelly Walker and UAB coming to Morgantown for a revenge game. Your six home games against teams that are not in power conferences. Obviously you look and they're all in the top half of their conferences. West Virginia always does that where it's like, oh, Navy. That's a win, and it and it probably will be a win, but it the math, the numbers of beating Navy, who was top with the second best team in the Patriot Conference last year, they bring a lot of people back. That's gonna make the numbers look good. And they always do a good job, even in the games that they scheduled that they're supposed to win, they get they don't get bottom-of-the-barrel schools. And I know other schools that do that. West Virginia does not do that. So Phil Knight Classic, Xavier at Xavier, UAB, Auburn coming to Morgantown. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. You got to go to Pitt. I think that's an away game. So overall for the liquid, you put all the numbers into the blender, and what do you got? This is a this is a three-star sparkling water. Um, ultimately, the taste is what's bringing it down. It's just a, it's maybe if you're wanting a subtle flavor, this is right up your alley. I like bold, powerful flavors with my sparkling water, or else just put the bubbles in the water. You know what I mean? So overall. For these key lime naturally essence innocent liquid, key lime, I'm giving it three stars.
Are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals? With the DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you can do just that. Just create your own parlay. Say, hey, the Warriors are going to win this game. Steph Curry's going to make five threes. Al Horford's going to have eight rebounds. Put all that together, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. So here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Greg Hunter, thank you. Coach Greg Hunter, a... He's been a longtime staple on Metro News, part of the Sportsline team with Tony Caridi. Greg Hunter, also a writer. And during the summer, Greg Hunter is ranking the top 100 WVU Mountaineer basketball players of all time. First of all, fantastic idea. Great thing to do in the long off season. He's spacing them out. He's doing five at a time. So by my math, how many times? How many times can you do that? One hundred divided by five. That's twenty. That's twenty different articles you can write where you're spacing it out. You kind of spread it through the summer. Uh, I don't know how how far he's spreading these apart, but great idea. Fantastic idea. I've never seen it this large of a comprehensive list. Coach Greg Hunter, thank you for putting this together. I know you're saying it's just your opinion, but I'm going to take this as the official list. This is irrefutable. Greg Hunter has taken the time to put this list together. He's done all the work. So, yes, it's an opinion but also I'm taking it as fact. So thank you, Greg Hunter. So far as of this recording, he's listed 81 to 100. So he's got, he started with 100, counting it down. So we've got from 81st, the 81st best player of all time to the 100th best player of all time. And so just looking at guys in recent history from this century, the guys that have made the list so far, decent amount. Gabe Osaboyan, he cracked the top 100. I'm not going to tell you where these guys are at. You need to check out Greg Hunter's work on the internet. Chris Moss, right at the early part of the century. Uh, former Unreasonable Doubt guest John Holton, he's on the list. Jermaine Haley, on the list. Drew Shafino, on the list. Pat Beeline on the list. Nate Adrian on the list. Lionel Armstead on the list. And former Unreasonable Doubt guest John Flowers. All of these guys are in the top 100 Mountaineers of all time. And so, Greg Hunter, this is your list. 
but you have inspired me, sir. And so I want to give you, I can't do a hundred. <laughs> I can't do a hundred and I don't want to overlap what you're doing. Cause again, your full list, I will reference as gospel. I will anytime I mention them, not anytime, but randomly I will mention their ranking. If I bring up their name, uh, but you have inspired me to create my list and my list is a top 10 favorite mountaineer basketball players in my lifetime that are most likely not going to be on greg hunter's top 100 list so my top 10 and these are guys that as greg hunter is counting them down these names should not come up but they're my favorite okay in my lifetime i've been on the earth four to four years okay so here's my list and let me go ahead and get in front of this if you're on this list and you show up later in greg hunters like if you're if you're in the top 80 wvu basketball players of all time according to greg hunter and i've mentioned you here my apologies all right I, but I feel good about this, and if I if I don't feel good about it, I'll say it, all right? So number 10 on my list, favorite players, not on Greg Hunter's top 100 list. Number 10, Brandon Watkins. Why? I remember him <laughs> being out of bounds on his back and uh, flipping double birds <laughs> during a game. Uh, so four-year player, really tall. I remember that he's number 10. Number nine, this is a wordplay choice, but campaign, campaign part of the Final Four team campaign, it's just a great name. <laughs> this person should obviously be in politics, and maybe he is. I don't know where campaign's at right now, but for me, it's great because there's a campaign in the NBA, he plays for the Phoenix Suns, and it's great to, on purpose, talk about campaign and talk about how much his game has improved because campaign, towards the end of the bench of that 2010 team, uh, not a lot of game time. And I just, you know, in my head, what a success story. Campaign, who struggled to get on the court in Morgantown, flourishing over 10 years after his college career ended to make a name for himself in the NBA. That's absolutely not true, but campaign is number nine. Number eight, Lamont West. Why? Well, that shot. The, one of the most unique shooters in WVU basketball history. His shot was in slow motion. He got the ball. It felt like two Mississippis before he got it in the air. I don't remember it getting blocked a lot. So how could both be true? I mean, he was a taller guy. I don't get it. But it's true that he was tall, good at shooting basketballs. Took a long time to get it out of his hands. Also, one time, someone on the internet I don't remember who had Lamont West as a top 20 pick in an upcoming NBA draft. Like 
in at this part of the offseason going into the next season, like right after the NBA draft, is like, you know, who's who's top 20? He's going to be a top 20 pick, Lamont West. It's always stuck out with me. Is that person who put Lamont West in his top 20 draft list, is that a credible person? Who's to say? With love and respect to Lamont West. Number seven, Kevin Noreen. Kevin Noreen, listen, Mr. Potential. In my in my top 10 list, this guy started a decent amount of games for WVU. When you go to college basketball reference and look at his stats, overall, not impressive. But he had flashes. Yes, it was typically in the out-of-conference schedule, but he got double digits rebounds in a game before. He got double digits in scoring before. Kind of a utility guy, hampered by injuries, but the man started, and you know what? You know how, like, Deuce McBride is like, yeah, he was a quarterback in football, and, you know, like, these antidotes that people bring to the table for certain players. Kevin Noreen, the baggage that came with him, he scored he scored like 7 million points in, in high school in Minnesota. So, give or take, you know, like so many points. Like he was killing it in Minnesota high school basketball. Like over the top good. It didn't pan out at WVU. But my Mr. Potential of like good team player – Bob Huggins thinks highly of him because he's starting games. It never really panned out, but the potential was always there. It's like, even, even as a fourth year at WVU, it's like, but remember when he scored 7 million points in Minnesota in high school? Like, that's in him. Kevin Norrie, number seven. Number six, Tavon Horton. This is, and Tavon Horton makes my list. He was with WVU for one season. He was a walk-on. And he's the only walk-on I remember Bob Huggins starting (laughs) since he's been at WVU. He was so frustrated (laughs) with with that 2020 team, with his second losing record team, that in the middle of the schedule... Deeply frustrated, he started Tavon Horton, who was not prepared to start a Division I college basketball game. With love and respect to Tavon Horton, he's he's in my top 10 favorite. But he stands out, very memorable. Shout out to Tavon Horton. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV, on the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact! I'm going back to back with Tavon's on my list. Different spelling, but number five, Tavon Myers. Anytime Tavon showed up on the screen, not on the basketball court, it was great. Like, the man, his energy is contagious. On the court, off the court, love to hear him speak, 
love to see his like his just energy is like you just want to be around that energy and so Tavon Myers you know he's doing Bob Huggins impressions at halftime you could tell he made everybody laugh he's he's a guy post WVU that has done really get great professionally as far as playing basketball my man has played basketball and people have paid him money to do it around the world Tavon Myers is my number five favorite player. Number four is where we're getting tricky and somebody who might show up on Greg Hunter's list in the future. But I had to. This is this is the second most obvious choice on my list, and it's Issa Ahmad. Issa Ahmad, four-year player at WVU, a fan favorite, 1,000-point scorer, as a Mountaineer, so that's an exclusive club. So it's, you know, I tell you what, I, he I'm keeping him at number four. He's going to be a lock in Greg Hunter's top 100 list, but I just wanted to take the opportunity to give Issa Ahmad his flowers. Big part of two Sweet 16 teams. Yeah, this is the one where I feel like I'm cheating because it doesn't meet the criteria of this list. Like he's going to obviously be a top 100 player in Greg Hunter's list. But I just, I like Issa Ahmad that much that I had to include him. Number three, Dan Jennings. Why? Because (laughs) Dan Jennings on the Final Four team, I believe. Also, left WVU at halftime. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I have in my head, that Dan Jennings was dressed on the bench, made it to halftime, come back out for the second half, Dan Jennings not there, and he transferred as far away as you could transfer. He's like, what? What's what's the farthest? Okay, I'm not going to Hawaii. What continental United States? Where's the farthest place I can go? Division one, uh, and he just went through. I don't know if we had Google Maps at the time. We probably did. Oh, look at this, Long Beach State. <laughs> I'm out of here. So he did. He did not during the game. Was he making his flight to Long Beach? But uh, Dan Jennings. Makes my top 10 list <laughs> just because of that story, uh, of which it may be true, it may not be true. Number two, another another guy who wasn't here for very long but made quite an impression on me, Teddy Allen. Like a comet, he he came to Morgantown in his freshman year he and he really you know he had a neck tattoo he was he wanted to shoot the ball he wanted to shoot threes uh like a comet he he left he went to a lot of other schools uh he's gonna get paid to play basketball and i'm looking forward to his pro career but teddy allen just such an impression in one year and helped get WVU to the Sweet 16. 
what could have been for Teddy Allen. So he's number two on my favorite. Number one's the most obvious choice if you've ever listened to this podcast. Cam Thurman, my man, I don't think you're making the top 100, but you are number one in my heart. All right? You tackled Luke Heron, Goaty, and I got to see that in person. And, yeah, again, another guy on the on the 2010 Final Four team. Um, like Huggins still references him in effort and hustle. And I don't know how everybody <laughs> who played with him and people now, like, who in the heck are you talking about? I'll never forget you, Cam Thurman. Again, number one in my heart. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Gas box. Until next time, my cats are fighting. I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They had 16 wins and they had 17 losses.